What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys on the South Side. My name is Mike Merrick, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. Fastballs. To say we're back might be an understatement. Our big play last week absolutely dominated. I know. We were, te- we were chanting a little bit about how the perennial did. We said it went four and six. We're hanging in there. But, I mean, the biggest play of the week, we just glossed right over it. That Georgia first half hit, and then the rest of the Saturday was kind of it was kind of taken care of. It was strange, though, because I left the day like feeling very uh, just okay because we hit the big bet early, and then the rest of the day I was like about 500. So it's like, all right, I'm up a little bit of money. But I still, I still didn't feel great about it because you start off so hot. And it's like, all right, like you just go to bed and you're like, all right, I had a pretty good day. But it, it just felt like we left a lot on the table like always. But, hey, we were up money. Very hard to complain about that. The CPA is done. I don't have to take any of these fucking tests. So that's there really big, too. I got a lot of I got a lot more yeah. focus now and hopefully dig deep and find the winners. God, I, I mean, guy, guy goes abs- on an absolute tear Friday, finds out he, he passed his final CPA exam and then rolls it into a weekend of debauchery with the boys and just puts on an absolute clinic. Yeah. Aren't you? Uh, isn't Coop's coming down to see the place this weekend? Less than 11 hours. He'll be here. Yeah. going to be a big. Is that weekend. enough time for you to edit? Oh, plenty. Hey, Mikey, yeah. quick edits over here. I mean, I Come know. On. It's just pretty good. Come on. Come on. Dave, you, you said it, though. Like, coming away from last weekend, I felt like I, I, I got teased. And, and I, of course, you know me and my parways. Um, I left money out there. I didn't hedge. And, look, I, if there's anything that I learned over the weekend, there's, there's, there's four, uh, three things. I'm going to touch on three things I learned. One, always hedge your parways. That was a four unit swing uh on the two team parlay first half georgia first half bama uh oh my god yeah yeah oh my god. and i had it for i had it for big money um and of is that, course, just, I didn't is have that actually just what you're gonna name your firstborn i mean you name the dog gino but it could be first half georgia first half bama that'll be the first and middle name first half georgia first half bama merrick well you know what one of those plays we're going back to the well this week and it's 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 the one that's historically unpopular uh at least again from from my view but so so that's number one uh second thing i learned i can't trust any of these nfl teams i i even though i did hit a two-teamer on sunday it was awesome uh cardinals over uh they needed a touchdown in that in that overtime they hit that oh he stole it oh stole it stole it it was it was 51 and a half and and it ended at 52 unbelievable um third thing i learned this weekend is that Kansas and Vanderbilt both have hit their win totals for the year in the first three weeks. Yeah. Kansas might be good. I mean, I know I'm saying that because we lost, we watched a lot of them (laughs) against West Virginia, but that Kansas Duke game might be one of the games of the week. I have it written down. I don't have a play on it, but I'm going to watch it. Two, three and O teams, Kansas and Duke. I mean, what, what was the last time Kansas Duke Vandy were all undefeated after three weeks? And Don't North worry. Carolina, they were t- they're talking about all the uh, and Kentucky. They're saying about how all the basketball schools are all undefeated. Don't worry, I'll wait. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, if you want to get into it though, let's let's just let's just fire this thing up. I've got three plays that I absolutely love on Saturday. Um, I don't know what your card looks like, um, but uh, I'm going to let you give your your first big pick of the day and start us off. All right, well, I was going through this this morning. Um, and there's a couple different plays that I like. I think the first one that I'm going to talk about that I wanted to at least get your opinion on, and I got to see what you think about it. Uh, 
I don't understand why Baylor is an underdog at Iowa State. I can't figure that one out. Um, having watched Baylor, having watched Iowa State, Iowa State barely beat Iowa. Iowa, I think, is is trash. Oh, I don't, maybe they'll maybe they'll figure it out. I finally have stuck my stake in the ground. I said that Illinois is going to beat Iowa this year. I'm I'm calling it now. We're calling my shot. That'll be in a couple of weeks. Um, but again, I just don't. I don't know what I'm missing. So maybe it's a too good to be true. The line has actually moved in Iowa State's favor. Baylor opened at minus one. It's going up to two and a half. I'm gonna wait and take it at three and see what happens. Oh, that's, that's my first pick of the weekend. I just don't know what I'm missing here because I think Baylor still is pretty good. You go by preseason odds, Baylor was considered to be a much better team. Unless I'm missing something, I googled Iowa or Iowa State and Baylor. I googled injuries and everything. I don't. I don't know what I'm missing. Baylor's not that bad. They lost to BYU in overtime in Provo. Iowa State barely snuck by Iowa. And we've kind of decided that Iowa stinks. So I don't know what I'm missing here. So that's my first play of the day. I'm taking Baylor. Going to wait until it, see what it closes at. Hopefully I get it at three. And they play the little kids of the blind in Southeast Missouri uh, State, I believe. And then they played the Ohio Bobcats last week. Yeah, they, they won big in, in their week one and week three games. Obviously, as you mentioned, barely skirting by a, a very, very bad offensive uh, Iowa team. I, I I'm with you. This is this is literally my first play of the game. I'd still take it at two and a half, to be quite honest with you. Um, but you, you gotta you gotta still keep in mind that that offense at Baylor, these first three games has really been focused on the running game, and that all goes back to to Richard Reese. I mean, that guy is all five nine, one seventy five. Uh, I mean, he is he is not a, a big guy by any means, and and look. The Belleville, Texas native already has five touchdowns on the year. He's he's running the ball tremendously well. I I love the Bears in this. I don't see how Baylor doesn't cover. I don't see how they don't, how they don't win by two scores. So their quarterbacks points. their quarterbacks not that good. He's only a sophomore. His name is Blake Shapen. I was doing my research earlier. He he hasn't played that great. That's the whole problem. He I mean against the one good defense they played BYU. He had a QB, a QBR of 34.8, which is very bad. Better than, you know, an Iowa type, but not good in, in the grand scheme of things. So we'll see what they've got. Maybe this guy does actually just stink. But I, again, I just don't think Iowa State's that good. So I'm with you. This is a really easy fade for anybody that wants a, a quick one. Just take Iowa State, fade the pod. I wouldn't fade the pod, but that's just me. We're I know, right? We're not going to go. Oh, we, we're not going to make it a big boy bet. I'm not that no, confident. No, I'm not that confident. If I'm going, hey, big, wait a minute, wait a minute though. Last week, the Georgia first half, you said you didn't like it because it was the first play on your card. Maybe this is the big theme now. We just come up with stuff that's it's early on in the day. It looks good. We both like it. I mean, well, we're bound to go 500 about. That's all you can ask yeah. for. Oh, 100, 100. Speaking of Georgia first half, get out your Jurgens because we're about to have a Georgia stroke session here. I'm taking Georgia first half again. It's right now. It's at 29. I'll still take it at 29, but if it drops to 28, I'm, I'm likely going to absolutely hammer this. Kent state. Listen to three of these first four games all on the road. Week one at Washington week two at OU. Uh, they played, I think long Island uh, university at home last week, blew them out. 63 to 10. And now they're back on the road again at UGA there. I, that is too much travel in those first four weeks of the year for any college athlete. Uh, look, I love the Bulldogs Brock Bowers. What, like, what does that guy not do? Three touchdowns, two receiving one rushing last week. And Stetson Bennett has been 
almost perfect. 74% completions. He's got zero interceptions. Uh, granted, he's only thrown five touchdown passes the first three weeks, uh, but he's also only been sacked once, which is huge. I love this Georgia team. Yes, are they the best team in the country? They're number one for a reason. Yes, does it sound like I'm stroking them off? Totally. Two hands. I don't see how you how you don't take them. But minus 29. I think it's 35 nothing, 38 nothing at halftime against Kent State. There's no reason why it shouldn't be. Georgia looks like a pro team whenever they go out there. They run the ball well. They throw the ball well. They don't make a ton of huge plays, and they also just limit their mistakes. Whenever they make a mistake, it doesn't usually burn them too bad. Because that first half Georgia bet felt like a, a sweater, but it was never really in that. It wasn't close. Yeah, South Carolina couldn't do shit with the ball. And that was no. with South Carolina faking a punt get, and getting a long play. Granted, the touchdown, the big return or the interception return all the way was super helpful. Um, but, yeah, I just it, – it's a pretty easy play to me if you want to just do Georgia first half until it doesn't hit. You're going to win more times than not unless something drastic changes. Not only that, Georgia week one gave up three points to Oregon, and Oregon put up 41 against BYU at home last week. We'll see how BYU actually is. We'll see if everything ends up crashing down with, with this Baylor play that we just made comparing it to BYU, but – I'm with you. If you if you want to take Georgia first half, I would not tell anybody to all, be scared of that the, at all. They're they're like the Bama Mike first Merrick's, half. Yeah, I was gonna say Mike Merrick special. Yeah, they're like the Bama first half for me last year. Like even when it, it wasn't hitting, you still hit 70 percent of the time. I'll take that all day long. Right? You're 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 outpacing uh the juice of the vig and, and you're taking home a little bit of something on top too. So um I'm going to save my my other big play, though. I, I've got a night game. Uh, those are my two morning games. I don't know how much I like anything in the afternoon. Before we get there, do you like anything else in the morning games on Saturday? Um, I don't know if I have anything in order on here. I can just tell you a couple other plays that I've got. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go. I'm going to take Syracuse minus nine on Friday night. Um, I just don't think Virginia is any good. Virginia, as we talked about before, it's the whole reason why I took Old Dominion last week. That was actually a winner. I covered on that one. Uh, Virginia might stink. Virginia got smoked by Illinois when they forced Illinois to have four turnovers and they still only scored a couple points against them. Had a really close game against Old Dominion. They should have probably lost outright. They won on a last-second field goal. Syracuse had one of the games of the week last week against Purdue. Super entertaining. Should have lost. Purdue should have won. Another one that I had. Um, But what are you going to do? Syracuse minus nine. If it's under 10, I'm taking it. I'd probably take it all the way up to 14. I think Virginia is just a very bad team. Yeah, I know nothing about those two teams, so good luck on that one. I don't, I don't know, I don't even know where to start. Another early game. I, I think I'm going to take Maryland's plus seventeen. I don't know if I really like Maryland that much, but their team total, I want to say, is like twenty four or so. I might just take that because it's one of those things that Michigan really hasn't played anybody yet. Is Michigan really good? Probably. Uh, JJ McCarthy has been looking really good, but they literally have not played anybody. A little bit has been made about their non-conference schedule. So I think I'm going to take Maryland plus 17. If I don't end up going that route, I'm probably going to take the team total over 24. That over is shot up from 59 where it opened at to 65. I would like that over if it didn't jump up so much. You already lost the value on it. Yeah. Um, I, yeah was I got, like, I got I a was couple other at, plays. Go ahead. I was looking at that one. There's one other afternoon game that I can't. I can't really wrap my head around why the line. It's almost like that Baylor Iowa State line. Like, like what do I not know about this? But Arkansas plus two and a half at Texas A and M. Like, what? Why? Why is that line the way that that it is? I I mean, 
Yes, A&M has a decent team. Yes, they lost to App State at home. They've had three home games in, to, to start the season. This will be number four. I love K.J. Jefferson and what that offense is doing there in Fayetteville. I just don't know why they're getting two and a half points. I thought, if anything, they'd probably be given two and a half. Well, they struggled pretty mightily last week against, I forget what dog shit team they were playing, but they were, oh, Missouri State. They were, they were neck and neck with them for most of the game. And uh, they, I mean, they got out. They were never really in danger of completely losing, but they were never covering. I don't think the entire game. It wasn't even close. Uh, Texas A&M finally made the switch. They're starting Max Johnson. This is going to be a stay away game for me. I'll probably end up watching it, but I think Air, uh, Arkansas might be one of those teams that didn't really play anybody early. And I'll actually touch on that again and piggyback off of this. Um, but I mean, they their their big wins are their wins are against. Cincinnati week one, which God knows what they're going to be and who's going to be good in the, the American conference. And then South Carolina, who I think might be really, really bad. Um, granted, again, they lost to Georgia and looked bad, but I, I think they stink too. I don't think they really have it figured out. Well, and, and here's another reason why it's a stay away, but and just looking at this now, looking ahead to next week, they've got Bama at home. You can't tell me they're not thinking about it, right? You can't tell me that they're not thinking Fayetteville is going to be rowdy if if both teams are four and zero. Game day might be there, right? Like, yeah, those boys, those boys are definitely looking ahead a bit. I, I would, t- if that wasn't the case, I, I would consider the I would consider taking the two and a half points. I know shocker because typically I only take favorites, but uh, I'm with you, man. This is a stay away game for sure. Yeah, there's a couple other games with that where I was talking about that Cincinnati team. They're playing Indiana. It's Indiana's getting 16 and a half. Indiana stinks, but I don't think I don't think Cincinnati's that good. I don't think Cincinnati should be spotting anybody 16 and a half points. Uh, I'm going to see if it goes up to 17. If it goes up to 17, I'm going to take it because I'd like to, to see it get through the that number. But um, that's another 230 play. And then uh, I've got two other college plays. I don't know if you have anything else. I've got one more. You you you, you, you fire these off. I got I got a I got a big one that we're, that we're going to end this with. Okay. Um. I, I think I'm going to take Notre Dame at 230 against North Carolina. North Carolina, I think, might be overrated. Marcus Freeman uh, for Notre Dame is also coaching for his job. Notre Dame has looked terrible. They should have oh. probably out lost outright again to oh. Cal this last week. But North Carolina, North Carolina is 3-0. and But, you know, their North wins games. were... The wins okay. were against App, App State, where App State came all the way storming back, and North Carolina didn't want to play any defense. They played Georgia State when we took Georgia State in that game. It ended up being a push, but Georgia State turned it over a bunch of times. They only uh, they only won by seven, um, and their only other win is against uh, Florida A and M, who who hung twenty four on them. If Notre Dame can slow down the North Carolina offense and grind it out and slow the game way down, similar to what they did against Ohio State and um, I think they have to start Drew Pine. I don't know. I don't know if you saw uh, yeah. Tommy Reese was screaming at him on the headset. Oh, Either way, God, they don't really – Notre Dame doesn't really have a quarterback. But if, I just think Notre Dame's going to gonna come out firing just because it has been such a bad week with publicity and they have got two losses already. Um, Marcus Freeman and that team, I think they're re- he really is coaching for that for his life out there. And I think he would be a quick exit for – um, for Notre Dame, if they can find someone to replace them pretty quick. So I think I'm going to take Notre Dame in the points in an ACC game. You think they'd fire him? I do. Him? Why wouldn't they? If they, if he goes one and three and they don't like, they don't make a bowl this year. Uh, Dave, that's not the good Catholic thing to do. Though. Uh, uh, you know, 
uh, you know, stranger things have happened. Yeah, 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 like that kid falling off that that, that post. Yeah, right. They, I mean, he got to keep his job, but they were they were in competition for a, a, a BCS bowl. Oh. I mean, come on. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, the only other game that I'm surprised that you're not on is Oklahoma is playing. Kansas come on, State. come on. That's the, that's the that's the big final play. I, I figured you would be on that game, and I I've got it on my card actually too. Um, cause if there's not a more public play out there, I didn't see one last week, Kansas state coming off a loss. You talk about playing for your life. Kansas state's coming off a loss to Tulane on Saturday where they were pretty heavy favorites. Uh, Oklahoma also is coming off the Nebraska just completely steamrolled and Nebraska looked like they might've had a little dead cat bounce there. in uh, the first quarter made it a little bit interesting. And then Oklahoma just completely crushed them. Uh, might not be a good barometer because Nebraska might be just the worst team of all time at this rate. But Oklahoma giving up 13 at Kansas State. The only way I see them – or no, home against Kansas State. The only way I see them not covering this is if Kansas State grinds it out and it's a low-scoring game. There's there's no chance that's going to happen. That – you might you mentioned that first quarter in Lincoln there. Uh, Dylan Gabriel, when he scampered for that, what, 67-yard uh, touchdown run, they were down 7 nothing, And the prior two drives they had ended up, ended up putting after – uh, I think getting about two or three first downs on each drive, but like, my God, that offense is so balanced. Like not only can he run, but they've got a great running back core. They've got Mims on the outside and they've always got talent in that slot position too, uh, outside of the, 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 the Z receiver. So I don't see, I don't see how this isn't a 24, 27 point victory. Yeah, it right. just doesn't. It just doesn't feel like it should be this low. It seems um, one of the like one of these two obvious plays because it's Oklahoma at home. Oklahoma's sixth or seventh ranked team in the country. They looked pretty good so far. Haven't really stumbled at all. Haven't really played anybody either. Uh, I don't know. I I think I'll probably, especially a seven o'clock game. If I don't get smoked in the early games, I'll probably take it. Oh yeah, you, you think yeah. probably gonna end up two team parlay in this with that Georgia first half, but. Uh, I two teamers. Oh, you, I have to. Well, the, the three teamer screwed me last week, um, so I'm back to the two teamers. And what I was your three teamer? And I didn't hedge the two teamer. Then I wanted two teamer on Sunday. It's it's two teamers from here on out. That's all it is. I don't. Why? Just play your plays you like and just change the amounts on them. I like I like the I like the two point six to one. I will say too. Last week might have been the first week ever that I hit a big bet like that, where it was like we were talking about it all week we were going all in and we did it and we just hit it and it was never really even a, a nerve-wracking one like we've won big ones before um lost big ones before certainly but yeah it wasn't even close it was fun and we should do it we should do it more often we should pick easy winners oh we're 100 we're, we're definitely gonna do that again that's not a problem wow that two lane game 17 to 10 yeah oh i didn't i obviously didn't watch it unless you bet on it i don't know why you would watch it but Hey, you know what bet did hit last week? What's that? The friend of the program bet. What did you pick last week? I don't remember. Ole Miss? No, Washington. Oh, Washington? The friend of the program picks are two and one. Two and one. I lost Ole Miss week one. I hit Arkansas week two. And then week three. I mean, hey, whatever works. I also, this week, I I mean, all I've been talking about on this fucking podcast is about how I got to find the dustbins and find my darlings. It hasn't been working out with those types of picks because Memphis last week, they should have covered who played Charlotte. I fucking took them against who did I take? 
I got to look it up real quick. Oh, Georgia State, that was a mistake. I took them first half. They lost outright. Marshall, I tried to fade uh, Bowling Green. They lost outright. They had a couple other good smaller plays, but, I mean, luckily the big one hit. We had Penn State. We'll see about this week. You I know, like it, though, I, and now you're starting to get into conference play, so then some of the more good, the better games are coming up. Um, and, yeah, we'll see what happens with all the, with all the, those games. But, yeah, I'm getting away from the group of five a little bit this week, and we're going to lean on some of the bigger boys. I love it. I love it. I, I found myself last week doing something I, I never typically do on Sundays, and that's winning money. The, no, no, that's bet the Lions. Um, yes, I bet the Kitties last week, and they they almost blew it. But uh, I I think I think I may have found kind of the the one other team that I'm I'm going to be I'm going to be high on the rest of the year. Probably going to be the Eagles. They Everyone's covered, on the Eagles, though. They, they should have covered week one against Detroit. They obviously look fantastic at home on Monday Night Football. Granted, Kirk Cousins is, uh, what, 2-12 and 12 against the spread on Monday Night Football. By the way, his two only covers are against the Bears. Um, so that's insane. That's relatively embarrassing. That's even but, worse of a stat. I didn't even know that those were his only two. Yeah, his, uh, his only two covers. His only Lord. two covers. Well, it's in prime time. Sorry, not Monday Night One of them was Trubisky's first game. Yeah. That was like a Monday night game. I remember me and you were living with each other. Yeah, twelve eleven, where the where the good boys went to hideaway. Yeah, they played yeah. they played Minnesota. I wonder. I'm sure the Bears lost. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I I do like the Eagles on Sunday though. Uh, minus six and a half. Yeah, in Washington on the road. Yes, but I mean you have Carson Wentz at. at uh, at quarterback, Chase Young is still sidelined, so they're not going to be getting a ton of pressure on that D-line. I I like the Eagles here. Now, again, are, a little bit of a shorter week. Are they, are they, you know, riding that high a little bit? Yes, but that offense looks so damn good. I mean, Sanders and Gainwell, and then it, they finally started throwing the ball to Devonta Smith uh, on Monday night, which was which was great to see, get him involved. And now A.J. Brown looks great. Um, I, I just I, – I love that offense. Um Hurts obviously running the ball as well. Six and a half. I think this is a 13 point win. Uh, Eagles over commanders. I have a different take on this game. Um, rule of thumb, like old fashioned rule of thumb, you take in a division matchup, you take a home dog. Um, I don't want to take the commanders all in, but I think they're better, a little bit better on offense than people are giving them credit for. They actually have a pretty deep receiving core. Um, Curtis Samuels has been really good. Jahan Dotson has been really good. McLaurin really hasn't done much. Um, but I think I'm going to take the team total over 20 and a half on the commanders on this six and a half. I'm not, I'm not confident enough that they're going to do that, but this offense is pretty good. I think they can keep up with the Eagles. The Eagles fluky game. We'll call it hopefully against the Vikings. And then they beat the lions, which who God knows what the, the lions are going to end up being. So if I, I don't want to take the, the spread on it, but I'm going to take the team total over 20 and a half for the commanders. Speaking of the Lions, and do, if, you, do you take them getting the six points against the Vikings? No, I'm not going to touch that game. I don't think so either. I, I don't think there's enough consistency out of that Lions team quite yet for, no. to make me even consider that. What do you think about this Bengals-Jets line? Bengals minus five at the Jets. Joe Flacco and company one and one. Bengals, AFC champs are 0-2 to start the year. Yeah, they look like shit too, and that offensive line clearly isn't the same. No. Or, or it is the same. It hasn't changed at all, I should say, because he's getting sacked left and right, and they supposedly had the big upgrades. But 
No, they look like shit. I wouldn't bet either side on that just because I'm I'm not going to bet the fucking Jets. That's for goddamn sure. It's like betting the Bears. Yeah, yeah. I think get, game of the week for me is has got to be the Bills at Dolphins. That's going to be a great game, I think. Um, especially going down to Miami. I don't know. The, the Dolphins, I, I feel like they play much differently uh, when they're at home. And, and some of those teams from the Northeast coming down there always, I think, have a little bit of time early in the year with, with a little bit of humidity. Still in the air, uh, down in South Beach, but what? Because I would like to see what's Josh Allen's record in Florida as a pro. Because I don't know. I, I wish we. I would have looked up this stat before we started. Um, but I mean, I just all I remember is last year they got smoked by the thing. It smoked, but they lost to the Jaguars. Remember that? It was like nine to six. The Bills lost to the Jaguars. Yeah. Dolphins at home too. They always give the North, the NFC or AFC East teams fits the uh, Patriots, especially early in the season. Um, but yeah. On that note of like teams that are usually good early in the season, especially against the spread. This is why this next one doesn't really make sense to me. Broncos at home getting one and a half. They're dogs. I don't think the Broncos are that fucking bad. Everyone wants to act like they're that fucking bad Sunday night football against the Niners. I'm going to take them at home, getting a point and a half. Same same idea as last time as the other one too with Oklahoma is going to depend on if I have a good weekend or a bad weekend and how I'm feeling that day. Look at Jimmy G though getting a little resurgence resurgence. In his oh my career. god, dude, that guy doesn't even need a resurgence. He's made like a hundred forty million dollars. I I, I know, but like what, what I'm saying, he's he was kind of on the outside looking in there for a while. Like, hey, my career's probably over. Yeah, I made a fuck ton of money, but I also was known as a guy who can't do shit in the playoffs. And all of a sudden, he's got the starting job back. Yeah, he's a he's a game manager. He'll be he'll be picked up if they the Niners don't want him. He'll be picked up by somebody who thinks they can win now with their defense. Oh, 100 percent. I can see Brady retiring and the Bucks just scooping him up. That's 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 doable. That's doable. Now I will say this though too, 49ers with Jimmy G. He's only been healthy one year. All all these other seasons, he's injuries. Whether it's pre whether it's preseason. Uh, regular season, even postseason. I know he's kind of kind of battled that. By the way, going back to Josh Allen, has only lost twice in the state of Florida. Okay, um, so it wasn't. Or, I didn't have the the in the inside track on that. Yeah, twice. Oh, damn it, twice out of Same. two times though. <laughs> two times. Oh fucking a! What uh, what else you got fired up on the docket this weekend? Um, I've got one more. I've got one more pick for you. I think oh, I'm going to end up taking the the Titans at home. Why? They're getting two points. I don't think the Raiders are good either. The Titans. The Titans what? got crushed by the Bills. Big fucking deal. And they they should have won Week One against the Giants. If they beat the Giants and they don't get completely steamrolled, I think they're they're probably favorites against the Raiders. It's not like the Raiders have shown anything that's too exciting either. They were popping bottles in the end zone when they were up. Last yeah, year. give me the, give me the Titans plus two. Those will be my three picks. And if you're feeling frisky, I wrote it down. If you uh, commanders team total over 20 and a half commanders um, to score between 31 and 40 points. That's your window. 31 to 40, six to one plus 600. Call my shot. Whoa, whoa. run that one back. If they score 31 to 40 points. So if they score all 31, all the way up to 40 points, it's like a, it's like banded scores. Six to one Titans? plus 600. No, the Eagles or the commanders against the Eagles. Oh. There's going back to that. Calling my shot on that. I don't, that Eagles defense looked again. It's Kirk Cousins, but they looked okay. The Commanders have more than just one option. They had Slay on 
uh, your guy, Jefferson, and that's pretty much all they had. Adam Thielen can't get open. Irv Smith, he was wide Junior. open on that one where he got behind it. He just dropped it. That was Ir- bad. Irv Smith Jr. Big Irv. Big Irv. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm against you on that one. I'm going to take the commanders. All right. All right. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, but nothing. You, you want to pull a wager on it? I don't care. What do you want action? I don't know. Speaking of other wagers, let's let's give the listeners what they're really here for. Oh, Would my official. Th- what am I? Do you want my official weigh in or my? I weighed in at the end of the day here today, and I hadn't eaten much, so I'm, I am at one seventy. <laughs> I am at one seventy five. Completely nude, just Dave, one seventy five. So we got to keep working hard for the next six to eight weeks, four to six weeks. You're down six pounds, dude. We are, we are going to crush. We're, 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 we're going to hit that, that team total, which was, which was 30 LBS. Oh man. That's, that's a lot to lose. I still have to, I have a long ways to go. I, yeah, but, but, but between the two of us, that's, that's doable, especially at the pace that we're going, right? You're down six. I tipped the scales about four, four LBs lighter. Went down from 196 to 192. I mean, you could do that in your sleep. We're feeling good. Yeah. 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 So, no, I mean, if anything, I'll just I'll just not eat for like two or three straight days. Like, like I'm losing weight for wrestling. I'll be wearing the garbage bags and stuff. Make sure I get into it. Make sure I make that weight. <laughs> buck 70. I got to be under a buck 70 going against you. Are we going to confirm that trip? Am I going to take that Monday off and do that? I mean, yeah, fire it up, dude. I'm, right. I'm, I'm already, I already have that Monday off. That Monday, right, so secure. I'm, so secure. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take ten thirty one, ten thirty one exchange off. Um, okay. Are, are you gonna coordinate with Hopperoni? Yeah, I'll talk to him and see if he wants to go. Mm-hmm. I say we fly in Saturday. I think I'm done golfing for the year. I'm so bad right now. I don't even want to do it anymore. That's all right. Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna figure some stuff out in the off season. We're gonna get in the the weight room. We're gonna get in the video room, and we're gonna come back hot and better than ever. Yeah, in the video room. Do you mean YouTube? It's exactly what I mean. That's a good line. <laughs> no, oh, I'm gonna go. Man. I'm gonna go into my review time in a couple months and just be like, listen, I really need to get a raise. And they're gonna be like, why? Like, what do you got plans? What do you like? What are you doing? You buying a house? Something like, no, I need to get fucking golf lessons because this is bad. I'm getting strokes all weekend. There's no doubt. I haven't played in like four or five weeks. I, I haven't played nearly as much this year as last year. I'm like, why do I stink this year? It's like, oh, yeah, because I didn't play nearly as much this year. That's on me. I got to get better. Next yeah. next summer, no excuses. I still beat no. you early in the year, but it was early in the year. I hadn't fucked up my swing yet. You didn't beat me personally. Did we win? That's weird. What does the scoreboard say? Yeah, I'm still. you're still getting like seven strokes with me. I'm like seven hot dogs. Yeah, give me seven strokes. I need the seven strokes. Do you need this? Do you need seven pounds in our weight loss challenge? I might need them. Yeah, I think you might. If you're only losing four pounds and coming down from a buck ninety six, good lord, easy guy. Easy. I might. I might. I haven't taken the steps. The the really thing that's fucking me is that the Mexican pizza is back. Oh, fucked. <laughs> yeah. They are just like they're targeting me and the Mexicans. They're like they released it on Mexican Independence Day. Um, I thought that that's why they were like clogging up traffic. I'm like, guys, it's just Mexican pizza. It's like, oh no, it's Mexican Independence Day. I'm like, oh, that we, makes sense. We've had that here for a while. They've they've been they they did the whole the whole pilot down here in the state of Texas. Did you see? Did you see that motherfucker sent even more immigrants up to Martha's Vineyard? Oh, uh, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Where did they get them from? What are they? The Cubans? 
I I don't, dude. Does does it matter where they're getting them from? And, I mean, I don't think they're I don't think they're like asking for them to come. I think they're just showing up. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> could have picked them up in the river for all that matters. That's right? I know. Just, just, just keep sending them on back. Yeah. Swipe a name tag on them. Hello, my name is. I we're gonna need them. Yeah. <laughs> Juan from Cicero. Uh, um. No, and then this weekend, um. No, I'm taking her easy because last weekend I blew it out. And then uh, my niece Taylor, I think, is going to sleep over here at me and Rachel's on Saturday. Oh, nice. Yeah, so nice. she's. Uh, we're figuring out what kind of movies and snacks to buy. So you're not going to be watching the Oklahoma game at 6 o'clock? Well, I mean, we're going to have two TVs out there. We can have it on the side. <laughs> Jesus. Don't, yeah. She can watch like we're gonna be like oh like I want to watch YouTube videos and be like listen we're watching your dad's York football team it's right here and then we watching the Oklahoma game. Love that. Love like, that. She's still young enough that I can trick her. This little bitch. <laughs> what is she like five? She's seven. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. I was far. I was so far off. She's six. Gonna be seven. Oh Jesus! They grow up fast, Dave. Grow up fast. Oh, Malia's family reunion. <laughs> Medea, I'm a Malia. Yeah, where um, are you guys going? Are you going to the trail into? Uh, oh, I don't, Nazis? I don't know, I don't know. Coob's brother-in-law basically has like a whole itinerary plan. Oh, so that's right. He was, he was saying that. He was I don't saying know. That. I, I don't. Literally, Warren sent Warren sent Big Al a, 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 a Excel itinerary. Uh, and that, that <laughs> the problem is, is when we run into people that are like that, it's very confusing to us because when we do like just boys weekends, it's like, so like we're just going to land and just get super fucked up and golf, right? It's like, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. I like wonder... we have no, you know, itinerary. It's like, what time is this? Like, I don't know, about 1030. Should we get up now? It's like, we should. Should we start drinking? Yeah, we should. It's funny. I, I you know, I, I checked the map everywhere we're going. I'm pretty sure White Loxy delivers anywhere. So no, Jesus. Um, that's your that's your weight loss plan. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We gotta cut that. Too edgy. What? Um, <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, boys. Boys, go go go. Hang on, go we, sit down. I'll clamp us back in. There we go. You can cut it right there. Oh fuck. No, right. we're going. We'll get it. We'll we'll come down there. I'll plan on coming down there. Why do we have to get like four hundred dollars tickets? Where would this come from with the no, so Cowboys hey, game? I want to sit at the top. I want to barely be able to see below the big video board. So that's what we were thinking. We're gonna get standing room only, and then we'll come back out to the parking lot and keep tailgating. That's fine by me. I don't give a yeah. shit. I ain't driving. Yeah. Plus, I mean, we're gonna. What time is it? It's probably gonna be a noon game. Actually, it might be a three o'clock game because Bears Cowboys actually draws a big viewing audience. It might be a three o'clock game. It uh, no, it's, new, it's a noon game. It's a noon. Oh, game. I hope it's a noon game. Noon games are way better. Confirmed a new game. Confirmed okay. nooners. Okay. Love that. Love that. All right. Well, dude, let's have a good weekend. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. A lot of great action on Saturday. We love, we love the board there. Georgia first half. I know we're both on the, uh, the Baylor game at ISU. And then let's finish it off at nighttime. We got Oklahoma at home against Kansas state. Dave, any last absolute locks that you want to throw out there for the listeners? I was just going to take a look at the, the the late West Coast games, even though we got completely smoked on those uh, last week. Dark. Yeah, that we got fucking smoked. I got smoked on those last week. Let's see. USC at Oregon State. That'll be one you want to tune into. USC has been a covering machine. I don't know if they're for real yet. That could actually be a really good game in Corvallis. 
Utah is giving 14 and a half to Arizona State at Arizona State. You saw that Herm Edwards is gone. And it'll be interesting to see Washington play Stanford at home. Washington is uh, minus 13 and a half. It'll be interesting to see if they're the real deal. They got back-to-back weeks where Stanford probably isn't that good. Washington might be a layup there. So, friend of the program, shot me a text Monday. He said, hey, what I tell you about the Huskies? He's going to be at the game again this weekend. Look for some look look for some insights. I liked you know what I like that play. That's the last one. We're gonna put that in the perennial. We're gonna put that in the perennial. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Well, listeners, again, thanks for tuning in. Uh, hope you can enjoy the picks. Win a little bit of money with us. Uh, good luck and happy gambling. Peace. Don't you cry.